Yo, what up, pod racers? Are you like me where you sunburn easily? Have narrow shoulders you want to hide from the world? Weirdly small nips? Great news, we have a solution. Original tabletop shirt designs. Reading Rainbow, Dungeon Club, a dungeon in a dragon. Find these and more over at patreon.com slash goblins growlers shirt club at the $25 tier. These are all exclusive limited run designs. We'll never bring them back again. So be sure you get yours by signing up at patreon.com slash goblins growlers. Yippee! Lord Rogue Dice, where did oh, it go? No. Wow. The wasp went for Alex instead. Oh God! Where did it no. go? It what knew how to truly yeah, attack Josh. I mean, it fell no. off the table, so it doesn't count. All right. Well, one of my favorite dice is gone forever. Pulled into the void. Give me a second. Let me get my fortune friend. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and variant and beyond can make its way, well, right to you. Yes, well, last time, the party learned some troubling news about their effect on the bonds between Telair and Alaria, e, as well as how quickly the Barosian thread is growing. And deciding to sleep on it, they tuck in for the night. D. Their sleep, however, soon after is made difficult by the clunking and clanging of troops arriving at the keep all through the night. H. And in the early morning, a mechanical wasp buzzes Koza awake. E. In destroying and investigating the thing, L. The whole party is awoken. And shortly after they head off of their journey, P, more begin to show up as a massive swarm forms overhead and around them. Well, uh, not, not too much else to report otherwise. Um, just, uh, y'all take care now. All right, when last we left our intrepid heroes, you had tried to create a bug zapper out of Moonbeam, which, let's be real, that was hilarious top tier. <laughs> Concerningly, though, it did not kill all of those bugs. And they all turned in perfect synchronization to look at you. And then if you recall, uh, I had you roll for initiative, and you've had a week to do it. Uh, so where are we at, guys? Oh my god, where's my die? You've had a week to do this. Yeah, well... I've had other things going on, okay? So say at the beginning <laughs> was... of last week, I rolled a dice. Do I mm -hmm. have to use that dice, or has it timed out by now? <laughs> it's timed out by now, unless you've written it down. I feel like well, as long as it stayed on the table, it's probably good. It, mm -hmm. it has stayed on this table for the entire week. <laughs> well, but it's probably kind of stale now, yeah. so you should refresh it. Well, I'll... I'll um... Yeah. Spice up that dice. that dice. Yeah, I'm gonna spritz with some water and put it in the oven.
So you are going to notice that the wasp swarm, you actually notice two things. One, that the swarm is starting to pull apart into two noted swarms. And secondly, all of their wings beat in perfect synchronization. They move like they share a mind. Uh, And also that one of them is coming for you, Solonar. The swarms, not an individual wasp. That's yeah, he's just like, I got one. this. And he just swats at it. <laughs> one, one wasp, I can take it. I've got this, yeah. The swarm is going to go for you, Solonar, and attempt to close in, and you see several of them, like, gear up, ready to sting you. And you just kind of like, not today, out of the way, because there is no way that hits you. Which brings us to Koza, who has already done a lot of harm to these guys. Um, I'm going to, as my action, um, try to move the, um, the moonlight to hit them again. They're not going to be circling you, so you're going to have to actively, like, you're not going to be able to get them to all swarm into it again. Yeah. Trick, Uh, trick them. (laughs) As my action, I can move the beam, so I'm trying to move the beam to wherever, like, the highest density is. Got it. Trixie druids. All right, so it's a saving throw again? Yeah. Yeah. And it's wisdom? Um, Constitution. Yeah. Constitution. And, and the way it sounds when I move this thing is like, HIP! <laughs> what? Yeah. What? It's how it sounds. <laughs> it's me, Mario. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking he sounded like Toon Link. I, I was uh, originally going for Toon Link. And then it so kind of. So that's a more 17 Mario. saving throw. So they take half as much damage. We're at seven. All right, Johannes, that brings us to you, buddy. Oh, heck yeah. Um, I don't like these bees. Good job with the moon. Now now that they have a little bit of moon, how about they have a little bit of sleep too? I'm going to whip out this tarp that we bought and I'm going to try to tarp them. Try and tarp them. Yeah, with the magic tarp. What does the magic tarp do? Uh, this is usually what I do for magic items at my table, if you're okay with this. I'm going to roll this d20, and however high or low it is will be however useful the magic on this tarp is. At least for this once, I'm allowing it. I got a 10. So I think what happens with this magic tarp is that if something is thrown into it, it appears on the other side. So, like, it phases through the tarp? Mm-hmm. But only one way, and it has to be thrown into it. So you, what would that mean, you throwing the tarp upon one of the swarms do? Nothing. Unless I threw the swarm at the tarp, and then they would go to the other side. Oh. So it phases things that are thrown at it through mm-hmm. it. But if you wrap it around something, it still contains that thing. So it yeah. just it just covers the swarm. Yeah, it's operating like a tarp, unless something is thrown <laughs> at it. All right, is there anything else you would like to do with maybe a bonus or a free? Yeah, free. Grab the other side of the tarp boat. We're going to wrangle these bees. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, I will allow any attacks being done to the bees under the tarp uh, to have advantage. Yeah, and I guess like... Provided you're trying to like squash the bees through the tarp. Like if you're trying tarp to... tarp her bees. My goal is I'm like, I'm throwing the tarp so boat can grab the other side of it. And then we're I'm trying to like... You're flourishing You're trying to butterfly the net the bees. Yeah. You're flourishing yeah. it like a cape. I mean, yeah. they're wasps, but yes. Okay, cool. Go ahead and try and wrangle those wasps. Yeah, should me and Boat roll a wrangling roll? Uh, Yeah, I guess this is what a dexterity check. 
We could also use our basketball skill. Or that's true. <laughs> or athletics or acrobatics. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a 21. What am I adding? My dex straight? Yep. Then I've got a 13. You are able to capture one of the swarms uh, into this tarp sack. Mm-hmm. Let's not use that term again. Boat, I guess it's you. Okay, so we got these uh, wasps in the tarp. Mm-hmm. Um, how, like, sealed in the tarp are they? I wouldn't expect them to fully be in there after a turn, but they're in there right now. Okay. Um, and where are we in relation to everything else? Uh, well, you and Johannes just decided to do a elementary school, like, parachute game with mm -hmm. the bugs, so you're very close to them. The other swarm is close to Koza, and Solinar appears to be, go was going after the ones that you guys have entarped. Let me ask a totally innocent, non-leading question about this. Um, <laughs> given the layout of the, of the combat situation, would it be relatively easy for Johannes and I to position ourselves in such a way that a 15-foot cube originating from me would uh, not uh, intersect with any of our friends. I mean, Just it would intersect asking with for a Yo friend. It would intersect with Johannes. I think Johannes probably Yo. could either deal with it, or um, if I give him the signal, he can probably just let go of his part of the tarp at just the right moment. But we need to have a conversation about you catching friendly fire all the time. I'm not catching friendly fire. I am pitching all it. Right. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe stop doing that because you almost killed Solinar. He was under the control of an external force. No, no he I wasn't. Was. I was. That's right. I was. No, he, you weren't. Well, did I think? The thunder wave incident, <laughs> yeah. no one the was possessed. I like Solonar. how Gabe has to be like, yeah, the, no, it was a different time. <laughs> yeah, the other time you almost killed Solonar. Well, anyway, speaking of thunder wave. Um... <laughs> I will allow you to give a signal and for Johannes to roll advantage to get out of the way. Wasp in a tarp. Will I know whether I should jump or larp? Oh, I got a crit. Yeah. All right. Sounds All right. good. Perfect. So Johannes is going to see the signal and he's going to release his part of the tarp and duck out of the way in like a tight roll. Right. And a so, cinnamon roll. Yes. He is and, a cinnamon roll. And then I am casting Thunder Wave at second level. Okay, what's that do? Um, I rolled 20 damage. Get wrecked, wasps. All right. Yep. So as you feel a mass underneath this tarp just dropped to the ground. You see some of the you see some of the other wasps, the ones that remain underneath the tarp, fly out of the tarp in an attempt to escape. Solinar, that brings us to you. These escaping wasps. They're part of they're part of a they're like a small subset of the swarm that was under the tarp. Yes. And they're near Solinar. Yes. And they look like they're fleeing. They don't look like they're trying to reposition to attack us again. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, you didn't roll insight on them, but that's appearing to be what the case is. I mean, they're they're facing away yeah. from the group. No, they're you not don't want to like, roll. You don't want to roll insight on them. You want to roll insect on them. 
Solonar Solonar is going to be like, oh, no, you don't. No touching. And then uh, blast them with burning hands up. Just a cone of fire. So they can go ahead and roll deck saves. Man, these wasps really walked into a wasp's nest. (laughs) (laughs) That's a 17. Aw, they save. They do still take, however... Uh, I rolled 14, so seven damage. All right. Those last few wasps hit the ground and curl up, leaving only the other swarm to contend with. Delightfully, they're up next. All right. Boat, seeing that you have gone, it's gone from Koza being the problem child to you being the problem child, they're going to swarm at you. Okay. In an attempt to attack. They're going to make two attacks. All right, you're going to take 14 piercing damage. That's fine. And then you need to make a constitution saving throw. Hang on, let me finish my abacus here. (laughs) My abacus mathematics. Uh, That's a 17. You just made it. Well, now we know what the saving throw for that attack is. Oh, no. (laughs) Time to metagame. (laughs) (laughs) Holy Come shit, on. that was the evilest laugh I've ever heard you make. Yeah, metagamers. Kosa, mm-hmm. let's go, buddy. That's all. Help him move the moonbeam. Yeah, moonbeam. <laughs> it takes I a lot of physical sound effects. It takes a lot of physical effort to move a moonbeam. Yeah. They're heavy. Yeah. So that's going to be a 13. Yeah, so they take full damage. Yeah. Cool. That is 12. Fry those fools. Yeah, about how much do you think a silver apple would weigh? Because that's probably how much effort it takes to move a moonbeam. Probably like half a pound, depending on how big it is. A silver apple? Are we talking like solid silver? Oh, God, please don't make me do calculations on silver and gold. (laughs) (laughs) Not again. All right, Alon, so the, the no. it should be about the size no. of a red Johannes, delicious. Johannes, uh, delightfully, Alon, so you don't have to do this. Uh, it's Johannes's turn. Yeah, it's going to say it's like 0. 0.00008 stone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, and and there's only a few of these wasps left. They're not, there's they're one not, whole swarm left. Right, there's only a few of these wasps left. So I think I know what we need to do. And, uh... Johannes is like, if they like the air so much, then maybe what they don't like is the ground. And Johannes is going to take his um, shields. And I think he's going to like get, get really low. So he has them over him. Like they're kind of like a turtle shell. And then he's gonna like bust upwards at him. From the from below. So you're gonna shield bash them from the ground. Yeah, but it's and so I'm gonna like phalanx over, but just me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then be like, wow. Okay. Roll to break their tiny wasp legs. I How guess. does a uh, wow twenty two? Don't even have to ask. And yeah, then, uh, shockingly 23. enough. Twenty three. Okay. Well, uh, let me roll some ten damage from below. After this attack, you're going to notice that the wasps are sort of reconvening. So all of the wasps, including the ones that fought Boat, are coming together and then they begin to flee towards the direction of Aisling Glen. I'm imagining, like, 
the wasps all get it in a circle, and then they're they're like metagaming together. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I I don't think we can beat this. We we gotta flee. We 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 just. I'm all out of spell slots. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're just way under level for this combat. Buzz yeah. buzz. <laughs> buzz buzz. Yeah. Well, <laughs> once that moonbeam came down, I just like I don't know, man. It's like it's designed to, specifically to thwart us. How? How? So they're flying away towards Aisling Glen. Yes, they're fleeing. I, pre- I presume that they're trying to get some sort of height. Are they? Are they flying in a like? Are they flying straight up? And they're flying diagonally. Okay, Solinar is going to. Uh, I don't think he spurs Midnight because I think Midnight was kick his ass. Uh, but I think he encourages Midnight to hya or whatever the case may be that they have as an arrangement for Midnight galloping, and then. Uh, he's going to try to catch up to the wasps enough to burning hands the group. All right, so they got a 22. Okay, so they, they do save. Uh, only three and a half damage after the save. No touches. Can I, uh, I realize they're probably picking up speed as they're flying away. Yes. Can I catch them one more time before they get away fully? Probably not. Because they're also, they're, they notice you're shooting fire at them, so they're going to continue going up. What if, going high speeds, Solinar stood up uh, horse tricks style in the saddle, jumped off of midnight to get range to reach the wasps and blast them with more fire? Maybe? All right. First, I want you to roll an acrobatics check. Okay. Well, he's doing that. How high up are they? Uh, at this point, probably like 20, 30 feet. All right, I'm going to hit them with the moonbeam one more time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Can you move it that far? Wait, how they're far? Out, they're out of ways at I, this point. I think when he was reading it, he said 60 feet. I, uh, the altitude is 40 feet. Yeah, what's your range? Yeah, lengthwise, dear. Oh, the range your is length? 120 feet. This is like an Akira laser that he's got <laughs> coming down out of the city. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is it with you guys hunting these things down? Kaneda! I don't... <laughs> Tetsuo! Listen, listen. I'll have Solonar explain his logic when he's not doing apparently the sickest horse stunts because uh, I've, I've had him with a, a first level of exhaustion because he didn't sleep last night. And so uh, he... I, I rolled at disadvantage for the acrobatics and I got a 27 still? They got a 23 saving throw. Okay. Against burning hands. I am so I am casting it second level this time. For a total of 15 damage. Uh seven and a half for the And if you want to rule that because we're doing this so quickly that Solonar ends up getting caught in the moonbeam, I'm okay with that. The B in Bounty Hunter stands for bees. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're going to get caught in that moonbeam. Uh, Koza, that saving throw? Oh. 18. They take seven damage. So while you are able to get most of them, you notice that two are able to escape towards Aisling Glen. Those the rest of them all fall like the world's worst confetti onto the ground in a 
I think the way that this works out for Solinar, I'm gonna roll, I'm just gonna roll another deck save real quick, is that uh, as the moonbeam hits him, uh, he like squawks in midair like, Ooh! and then midnight seeing the moonbeam appear is like, I'm not Cobalt! through that. So diverts completely around it. And so where Solinar thinks he's going to land, there is no horse. <laughs> no horse. And you know, I say no horse, no problems. That's what I say. He, I still got like a 17 for deck save. So I think he just hits the ground and rolls multiple times. Uh, probably a little harder than he would like. Probably a little winded when he finishes rolling and dizzy, but not injured further than the 14 damage he took from Moonbeam. You all are now littered so many bug bodies. Are they all full of, uh, like, poison? You are going to notice that the ground underneath them begins staining with black ichor. Oh, so like once they're dead, they can't control their release anymore. <laughs> uh, no, it might have something more to do with the fact that you guys killed them and broke the glass that contains the ichor in their bodies. Well, surely some yeah. must survive. The, I, the I mean, survive. You mean intact? Because yeah, they're dead. Yeah, I like intact. this. He, we're saying this is like we have cares. Some have survived. And then you see the next frame is boat with one of these bees like strapped to a chair with one light in its face. Just like, tell me where you came from. <laughs> no, I just would love for us to grab some like free poison vials if we need to use them. Yeah. I mean, we, what could, vials? we could collect the ichor. Yeah. Free poison. Yeah, get a towel. Let's put a towel down on the ground and just like step on it. So it soaks up the ichor. Hurry, step on the towel. I love the idea of you guys getting into a fight with a dragon priest and just like gym locker room smacking them with this poison towel. You just got to hit them in the mouth or an open wound. Ow. Or the eye. Yeah. Ah. Ooh. So. T once you get the towel, cut it into yeah. strips and tie them together so it's a rope and then you can Ooh. control the rope. All right. Well. What are you I, guys doing? I I refer to poison rope as snakes. You cover the towel in spikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to collect some ichor. All right. With a towel? We, we um, do have a pickle jar. Yeah. All right. So you scoop this dirty, dusty ichor into a pickle jar. Careful no, not. here, look. Toss it. Toss it here into the tarp. <laughs> a big <laughs> bag of ichor. <laughs> <laughs> you toss it in the tarp and it just goes right through. What? Where'd it go? <laughs> it's gone. Oh, here it is on the other side. You guys are going to be able to collect a few ounces of dirty ichor. Put it in with them pickles. Yeah. Dirty ichor. Pickle liquor. Dirty yeah, ichor is the name of my sludge poison. rock band. Pickled poison. And pickled <laughs> poison is our debut album. Such a good thing. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, Solonar apparently has some making up to do with Midnight because, yeah. Midnight is going to look at you and stick her little horsey nose in the air and sort of like go off towards the other mounts away from you. Uh, as as Solonar comes back to the group, uh, looking very exhausted from all of that, he's like, I I was hoping we could take them all out because wherever they came from, 
I suspect that they've got the ability to report back that they've seen us. And so it's always, you know, like it's better for these things to just vanish than for them to make it back and, you know, report. But I, I guess, you know, for all our efforts, we didn't quite pull that off. Do I think that the bees were after us? Should we follow follow them? Well, let's let's give some consideration to this. Uh, mm -hmm. They were mechanical in nature. Right. They used poison. Uh huh. If I had to guess, uh, actually, could I roll like a? Man, I'd rather not roll survival, but survival would certainly make sense, or like a nature or a history or like. Should I roll some well, kind tell of Tell me what you're trying to figure out and I'll tell you what to roll for. To buddy. identify the ichor and what the effects of it may be. I will allow medicine for that roll. It's uh, just as good as my perception. Medicine's the right roll for it. I'm going to I'm going to say that with an 8 I probably am not going to get a whole lot. You're able to tell that it is an ichor. Mm -hmm. It's sticky. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that it is engineered to be sticky. And that's oh. what you're able to tell. Fascinating. It's like a... It's intentionally sticky. Mmm. Mm. Like a good hook in a bard song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like a glue trap for a kind of insects. Or like a sandwich with too much cheese. <laughs> yeah, or a... Or a big old stick of peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys just gonna continue listing things? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like a like a list of things like that's when, made. Like when someone eats too much chocolate cake. Oh yeah, Lita, that's a good one. Yeah, getting stuck on chocolate cake's a big thing. There's a reference to something, but okay. Oh, yeah. well then, never mind, Alita. <laughs> Maybe it's sticky like a reference to something sticks in your mind sometimes, but not in other people's because they don't know the thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sticky like a part of a tree that's been broken off. Oh, yeah. Are you yeah. all quite done listing things that are sticky? <laughs> I mean, I can think of a couple more things, but they're not Wonderful. really for mixed company. Yeah, like when you leave a lollipop out in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. what what were those? A lot of different things that are sticky. They're, well, they're they're mechanical in nature, right? And they've got poison and then they're kind of magical a little bit. Is it possible that a, a nation that has access to a lot of mechanical, magical, and poisonous things might be pissed off at us? You know, <gasps> mm -hmm. the gnomes. Well, yes, they're yeah. Well, kind of. They're usually friends of the halflings, though. I mean, and I like gnomes the most. I'm I'm talking about Talaire. I'm, I'm <gasps> Talaire. Yeah. Bottom this... line is, we shouldn't be going to Aisling Glen at this point. Boat, are you okay? Well, now hold on. If that's just a few that are remaining and that's the primary weapon this person has, then we've basically disarmed them in the course of a day. There's no way they thought we'd take out their whole swarm. If we go to Aisling Glen... We don't Glen, even know that... We don't know that was their whole swarm. Fair point. I don't... I don't know. I'd... I'd rather deal with the source because the source has some way of finding us even when it's not obvious where we are. 
I think we should go hide out for a couple days. No, I mean, we gotta get back to the Glen. The I mean, glade. if we're at if we're at almost at Aisling Glen, then we're not far from Oakmel. That's the next town over. Yeah, but you know who's already uh, back at Aisling Glen? Those remaining wasps, telling their wasp masters that speaking we're there. Of, speaking of which, are you okay? I think so. Didn't they? You know. Oh my God! Poke well, you. Do you, do you, uh, tell me something only a boat would know. I love you, friend. Mm. Mm. People know that because boat's a good friend to his friends. Not that one. Tell, tell me something more unique. Um, uh, you, uh, uh-huh. got a statue made of a chicken lady. Oh my God. This is the real boat. That's deep lore. <laughs> Uh, I'm fine. Uh, you know, that it hurt a little bit, but I'm okay. I, I just, I feel a little weird about not being able to do my normal thing. It's all right. I think we'll, we'll get through this. I just, like I said, really nervous about us just continuing on like this didn't happen. So what is your suggestion? Maybe just- one of us goes into Aisling Glen to scout it out in disguise and then can report back. You're... Your suggestion is one of us go alone to where we think somebody who just tried to kill us is? Well, we can wait. The rest of us can wait at the outset. And then once you're in there, uh, you can uh, poke around and then come back and tell us what happened. I'm sorry, you? I mean, I'm, it's the royal you. It could be any of us. I don't think that's the best idea, but... Koza, Solinar, Johannes? Wait, I mean, why does it have to be just one of us? Uh, just that would be the least suspicious thing. I do like not being suspicious. I just think that the faster we act, the less likely it is they're ready for us to act. If you guys are so worried, we could just pass Aisling Glen. We don't have to go through it. Why? Well, I don't think. Oh, I don't think we should skip Aisling Glen because the I, if the person's there and largely disarmed. And we should handle this now before, you know, they build up another army of wasp monsters. Uh, maybe Solonar shouldn't be the one making literally any decisions. Are you okay? Oh, I'm I'm peachy. I'm doing doing great. No, let's not let Solonar make any decisions right now. L- listen, I'm as lucid as a fox. As lucid as a goosed. <laughs> Lucid as a fox is not a phrase. Sure it is. You're not a phrase. Oh, he's got a point on that one. About what do you think? I already told you what I think. Koza? Um, I, I, I don't love the idea of somebody going alone. I think it should be at least two people. Koza, you and me, with, with your, your, your thing that you do that makes the, the footsteps go away. Oh, sneaky magic. We got, we could do it uh, as a team. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and, we could do it. And we'll, we should have like a signal, signal to show that, you know, that maybe like a, a there's danger signal. Like, something, um, something like this. Because oh, it strikes a pose. <laughs> Does it does it look like the golden dragons? Is it a golden dragon's pose? Yeah. <laughs> Learned from the best. I was I was thinking something maybe a a little more 
a little more visible. Like, uh, oh, I could, uh, I, no, that's a bad idea. I could, I was going to say I could ring the, the bell, but I'm, that's probably a bad idea. What if, oh, I've got, I know, I can, I could do this. Shazam. And then, uh, sparks fly up from his fingertips. Bad for stealth, but great for signaling things. Uh, so I can, um. Uh, message. Send send a message. Um. Oh. So, I... so if one of us gets stuck, but knows something, we can message. I can use message. I and... I can do that too. I also have that power. Wait, can anybody Wait, else what? do it? I cannot. Yeah. Let me see. Whoa. Hmm. Oh, can you hear my thoughts? Um, are you thinking, can I hear my thoughts? Oh my God, I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait, well, okay, actually, I don't, I don't know if Johannes actually has it. (laughs) Well, then how did you hear me think that? Have you thought about that? Let me send you a message. Uh, Can you hear my thoughts? Um. No. Well, That's right. No. I sent you a curveball. I said, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's exciting. I didn't even know I could do that. <laughs> All right. So what are we going to do? I think Koza and I are going to sneak in. And we're going to assess the situation. And then we've got message for if you guys are nearby. If you guys aren't nearby, then we'll... We'll do something else. Like, um... Okay, I I really don't think that Solinar is the best option here. He is barely holding it together. I was gonna say we start a fire, but then I remembered we talked about not doing that, so... Yeah, no fires. That's the rule number. Maybe... Maybe. Boat? What? Uh, Uh, I I told you what I wanted to do. Yeah. Well, well, I'm saying maybe you go with Koza. I'm gonna cast a little quick uh, Cure Wounds. <laughs> All right, I'll go with him. I just think I, as a large, famous wrestler, am probably a little bit more conspicuous. Mm, I recognize you every time I see you. Oh, now I could wear this—I could wear this sock mask, but I would argue that while it concealed my identity, it would uh, raise a few more curious eyebrows. I mean, I do like that you guys sort of are implying that I could be in an elevator with, like, Ric Flair and be able to pick him out of a lineup. Like, woo! Well, now, hold on. Boat's a little more famous than Ric Flair in this universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) What is that face? What is that grimacing face you're giving me? Boat is more popular than uh, limousine riding, jet flying, you know... Kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, son of a gun. He's yeah. more popular than a locomotive. Can uh, more powerful than uh, n- breaking news. He can charm. <laughs> he can charm a building in a single bound. Are you guys all having strokes? Is everyone okay? <laughs> yeah, I, look, I'm just. I might be too popular for this particular mission. Is all I'm saying. I'm just saying. If we're this concerned about it, we can just pass through Aisling Glen. We could just skip it. 
That's nope. what I we, was saying. We made a decision. We're going in. Wait, is there anything we need in Aisling Glen? It's just a town. Answers. Answers to questions. You guys pictures of Spider Man. Pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> <You know, laughs> let's yeah, let's let's just skip Aisling Glen. Too late, Koza. I boat said we're going in, and uh, so did uh, so did. Um, I just uh, am thinking your name's Josh right now. <laughs> Josh and R. Josh so and I. <laughs> so did Sol and I. We gotta do this, otherwise we're gonna be pursued by bees every step of the way. Did you actually cast cure wounds on Solinar? Yeah, I can cast for, cure wounds. For how much did you do that? Um. Oh, sweet. That's eight. Oh, fantastic. Solinar looks mostly better. He still looks exhausted. Oh, thanks, buddy. That's that's a lot better. Here's some pickle juice. Stay hydrated. Oh, yes. That's probably going to help. Don't worry. It's not the one with the pickled poison. I checked. Solinar uh, drinks some of the brine. Oh, that is... That is bracing. That is. Mm-hmm. Drink that wow. first thing in the morning after you jump in the lake. Oh, You'll be up for days. Jumping in a lake sounds so good right now. I mean, look, if if we're still on the debate of it, if we don't wait and dilly-dally around Aisling again, we do get to the glade faster. True, but if, if we're trying to... Wh- whoever this is was able to track us to Fort Grayscar. And the fact that they were able to do that without, you know, like, yes, Fort Grayscar was close, but you think wasps just showed up in every place around a huge radius and nope. then a huge swarm caught up to us the same day? Like, uh-uh, they, too much. They knew where we were, and I, mm-hmm. I don't want them to catch up with us like that again later in a less convenient time. So I... I feel like we've got to go into Aisling Glen and at least figure out if this person's still a threat. And if they're not at the moment, maybe we can convince them to lay off, you know? Okay, yes. Um, real quick, I just realized I made a mistake. I meant to cast Cure Wounds, but I accidentally cast Cur Wounds. Oh, so no. Your your wounds are now all uh, mongrel dogs. Yeah. <laughs> God. Just... Just emerging from your body like a pustule. <laughs> I just, I've just got tiny dogs on me. They're like, <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, who are we sending into town? I mean, the sneakiest uh, one of the bunch. Sounds like it's me and Solnar. Is that what we settled on? I, I've got, I've got this. I, I've. The, the, I does, does Solonar got it or not? I I could sneak like the best of them. I mean, look, Koza, you gotta you gotta either you pick who goes with you or we draw straws. Um, I can do it. I believe in me. Do it. Okay, well, let's go. Okay, All let's right. go. So Koza, you and Solonar are able to get into Aisling Glen. You notice a couple of things about it. One of which is many of the businesses are empty now. You see a lot of wooden signs that marked closed, uh, several ropes over doorways. The place looks. The wooden shop sign is booming, the store is booming, though. (laughs) (laughs) 
There are a couple of broken <laughs> windows here and there. It It's a completely different feeling than the town you were in before. Uh, sh- do we need to roll anything for Pass Without Trace and everything? I don't know, do you? I mean, I... Um, I don't know if there's things to detect us at this point or if we should just keep on. I think let's all I'd go. I think I'm going to go ahead and cast it because um, it's a free thing for me. So we're at the very least just like less noticeable, not leaving a trace. OK, what is the plus to that? Pretty sure it's plus 10. Oh, hot dog. But let me. <laughs> Yeah, it's a plus Solinar one. disappears from this plane of existence. Well, I rolled a six, so I was like, well, this will be uh, interesting because a 16 not great. It's good, but it's not great. So <laughs> plus 10, that's the 26 stealth. All right. So again, you fade out from notice. What are you looking for? Really a, a swarm of mechanical wasps. But roll investigation for me. I'd also take a mechanical wasp's nest, which is like a wasp nest, but it's like lots of little gears. Basically, it just mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. looks like a thing of steel wool. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Just little gears. Um, investigation, you said? Mm-hmm. That uh, is going to be an eight. Uh, Solinar got a 15. And he's going he's gonna to message to Koza because we're so deep into the stealth right now that he doesn't want to speak out loud lest he ruin it. Uh, he's going to message to Koza and be like, I think we're looking for a place that is open enough to be easy to get into and out of, but empty enough that other people aren't there. Hmm. Oh, that's... Okay, yeah. I'm going... Can I roll again with, like, advantage this time or something? With, uh... I will allow you to roll one more time. I will not allow advantage. You got. You gotta. You gotta give a big offer. <laughs> Negotiate down. <laughs> That's gonna be a seventeen. <laughs> so, in looking for a place that is wide enough for a whole ass swarm of wasps, but not containing any people, doesn't yield any results. But you have a moment where you think maybe just looking for some of the wasps would be enough. So you take a moment and you listen. You're able to hear a soft buzzing coming from one of the abandoned buildings. It's subtle, very quiet, but enough that it captures your attention if you listen very hard. I mean, I I think we approach to try to get a look inside the building without being noticed, right? So Um, you look through one of the windows. Part of it's been broken, and the window itself is grimy. Inside, covering the floor, the walls, the ceiling, and every piece of furniture that you can see inside is an enormous swarm of wasps.
Quid Pro Roll is a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production and all original music composition is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alon. He can be found at The Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solinar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at BlackCloakDM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. Kosa, let's go, buddy. What What happened to me? <laughs> Kosa, I, I know you, Chapman, I know you want to play Final Fantasy Tactics, but currently you're in Dungeons and Dragons Tactics right now, <laughs> and I need you to f- decide what you want to do about these wasps.